The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. In the Echemesh area, there's a fellow who's a bus driver, an Erech Lechayid, a Yeresh a wonderful person. And one morning he shows up to the bus depot and he realizes he has another 20 minutes. What's he going to do in that 20 minutes? And he says, you know what? I want to start today off thinking outside of myself. I want to do a chesed. And he didn't even understand why. Right near the, home, the depot was a, um, was, a makulat, was a grocery store. It's early in the morning. He walks into the grocery store. He doesn't have that much money. He's not a rich guy. He buys two fresh loaves of bread, lechem parus, sliced bread, and a tray of eggs. You know, in Israel, the eggs come in trays. He's going to try to find somebody who needs this. Then he realizes he doesn't know the neighborhood. It's really early in the morning, and he's standing there outside the makolot with a bag with two loaves of bread and a tray of eggs. <laughs> what does he do? All of a sudden, he remembers that when he was in yeshiva, there was a fellow who learned with him, and the fellow, he thinks, is still by the learning. He's still an avreich. Probably he could use bread and eggs. I mean, it's not so easy to learn full-time. It's difficult parnasa. So he goes to a phone book, and he looks up, and he realizes the fellow literally lives three minutes away from where he's standing. He's all excited. It's pretty early in the morning. It's like six-something. He goes up, climbs up to the third floor where the fellow lives and he knocks on the door. And his friend opens the door. And he's standing there awkwardly with a tray of eggs and two loaves of bread. And he sees right beyond his friend. It's right into the kitchen. And sitting at the kitchen table is the fellow's wife. And she has a safer to Hillam in front of her. And she's crying. And he looks around. His eyes gaze around the kitchen. There's an empty bag of bread. And there's an empty tray of eggs. And he looks at his friend and he says, here, I was in the neighborhood, I don't know why, I just felt like I had to do something for someone else, and I'm so happy it's you, here, this is for your family, and the fellow says to him, could you come in for a second, and he walks over to his wife, and he says, take a look, and he shows her the two loaves of bread, and he shows her the tray of eggs, and tears of joy fill her eyes, she says, you have no idea, I woke up this morning to prepare food for the kids, and I realized, I knew this last night, but I, I had nothing to give them, I always give my children bread with a chavita, with an omelet. We have no money for bread. The egg tray is empty. I had nothing to do. My children are going to be up soon. They're going to go to yeshiva hungry. I open my tehillim. I turn to Avinu and I said, Hashem, my children are going to yeshiva. They need food. And look, you are the shliach. When you go above and beyond, when that fellow went above and beyond, then he became the Rebbein Shalom shliach himself. She turned to Hashem and Hashem says, I want to take somebody who's on my team being on the Rabban Shalom's team is the most remarkable and amazing thing because like we said before when you go out on a limb Rabban Shalom comes back on a limb and we conclude with another beautiful story from Eretz Yisrael again from Beit Shemesh in the town of Beit Shemesh there's a Hasidic fellow and he works in an Arbis plant Arbis is the loving word for um, chickpeas they, they create all kinds of different things with chickpeas he comes to shul one morning in the Shlibach and there's a man walking around and he's collecting money and he notices that the man is limping substantially. He's dragging. He's a kind person. He can't see the sight. He goes out to the fellow. He says, who are you? And what are you doing? The man says, I'm poor. I have to marry off children. I have tremendous chayvis. I'm in tremendous debt. And I need money. I have to pay today. So I just decide I'll come around and I'll collect money. He says to the man, are you okay? Like you're limping. And the man says, I have a rose. Shoshana, I have cellulitis. And I'm in pain and it hurts me to walk. That's why I'm limping, but I don't have a choice. He says, if you have study life, you're supposed to stay off your feet. He goes, I want to, but I can't do anything. I need money. And today, the Gamach guy is going to bang at my door and I need something. I have to give him something. His heart goes out for the fellow and he says to him, you go home, you go into bed. I'm going to spend the day, maybe get a friend of mine and we're going to collect money for you and we're going to bring it to you. If anyone can ask the door, say you'll have it by evening. He calls his boss up from the company, from the uh, 
Arabis company from the chickpeas company. And he says to him, it's a little unconventional, but I need to take the day off. He goes, why? What happened? Is something going on? He tells him the whole story. The boss says to him, listen, we have a business to run. I have a huge order coming up, but I'll make you a deal. I appreciate what you're doing. Go into the, into the company, go into the big kitchen, and put up the massive quadrant where we cook the Arabis, where we cook the chickpeas, and then set it. It has automatic settings. And then go out and collect money. You'll come back a little bit later. You'll turn it off, but I'll let you go back and forth. And he says, great. He gets a friend. He goes into, his, into the factory. He fills up this massive quadrant with water and with chickpeas, seals the top, turns on the setting, and walks out and begins to collect money. He comes back four hours later when the quadrant should be done, and what he sees takes his breath away from him. The entire room is covered in chickpeas. There's a massive hole in the ceiling and the wall. It seems like the pot, this massive quadrant, pressure cooking, exploded while it was cooking and showered pieces of metal and glass and millions of little fragments of chickpeas over the whole room. And he realizes he's always there, supervising, preparing, packaging. Had he been there, Rahman al-Islam, he probably wouldn't have made it. Who knows what he would have looked like? He would have been punctured and who knows, he could have even lost his life. Because you see, he did something so supernatural. He's supposed to work, but he took off from his daily schedule. And he went to help somebody else. Rabbi Shalom said, I'm going to save you in a supernatural way. Amazing, remarkable. If we just change our mindset and we commit to going above and beyond what we usually are, the Yeshuas, the Refuas, the salvation, the Hatzlacha, the assistance we could get from Hashem could literally be otherworldly. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.